0: Hey, this is Kyle from the Longboxcast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover
1: designs a million times, but now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with
0: me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the 4 ide Radio Network. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast! Yay! This is actually a big episode because we finally made it to episode twenty. So um, te- and you
1: thought we wouldn't make it to episode
0: ten? Oh, technically, we weren't <laughs> in a show until episode ten. Well, I don't know. True. Okay, let's. Okay, before you even jump on that, I mean. You have to realize certain things when it comes to a podcast. There are people who can stick with it. There's people who want to keep doing it, and there's some people who just go, I can't do this anymore, and they kind of just venture off, and it doesn't get past certain episodes and stuff like that. So I think that's why they said it's officially, when it's a show, it means when you finally hit 10 episodes, um, you finally hit kind of like your stride. You're kind of like... Your pacing and everything that like I mean technically if you go if people go back to our first few episodes I mean we were still trying to figure out what we actually wanted to do with the show and stuff like that and it has actually evolved you know evolved from what it was and here we are but before we jump into all this great stuff and things like that um, of course you can find us on uh, the Facebook page at www.facebook.com backslash we're at 41 likes kids we get to 50 Anna and I just had a discussion right before the show and of course uh, there's a picture on Instagram right uh, Right now, and also the Facebook page, and probably Twitter, which I actually realized uh, when I hit Twitter. For some reason, I have to figure this out. When I hit it, Twitter for Instagram, it posts uh, twice because it's doing the Facebook post and the Twitter post, so then it's getting two um, entries in the Twitter because the Facebook is linked to the Twitter, so now I'm just posting things to the Facebook oh, okay. when I do and Instagram, on... and then it'll post on Twitter, so I fixed that. Was So when you saw double tweets, uh, people, when you're looking at the thing going, why the hell do they keep doing this? I figured out why, because I'm dumb. Um, you're not dumb. It's just
1: technology's is confusing.
0: Uh, but, of course, you can find us on the 4 com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, PodDirect, Double Twist YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, we're brought to you by Revenge Lover, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit RevengeLover.com. And don't forget to check out Amazon.com. Amazon.com, you don't go to Amazon.com, you go to the Sasquatch.net or Her Majesty's Secret Pod. Or other websites once they finally have the banner up there. But you click on that Amazon link and you shop like you normally do. And we get a little taste if you do. And before I totally was talking about something, I forgot we were having this discussion. So we said once we get to 50 likes, uh, we will be giving away a pop vinyl, a horror-themed pop vinyl. Uh, we will basically post the picture once uh, we get to 50 likes. And people will either like it. Uh, well, you'll have to like the page. You'll like that picture, you will share that picture, and you can comment on that picture, which those are three things that get you most likely to win this pop final once we post that picture and everything. Like that. But that's when we get to 50 likes. It's a milestone. Now, when we get to more milestones, other things will happen, such as Anna did talk about you know, dressing up in a bikini for everybody. So
1: I did. Actually, I was just going to say really quickly um, – it, once we post the picture of that pop vinyl, it, once we hit 50 likes, the more times that you comment, like like the page, share it, whatever, the more likely we are to notice that you... Well, I mean, obviously we're going to see that you did it, but the more likely we are to be able to pick up your name because we're going to be, based on how we're doing this, we're probably going to be saying, okay, well, this person really wants it. So. Yeah. So yeah, share it on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter... Facebook, print it out and put it on your grandma's wall. I don't know.
0: Um, but yes, if you're looking for us on Twitter, we're at BHorrorCast. We're also that on Instagram. So go ahead and give us a like. Uh, apparently, Anna been exploding on Instagram every time there's a picture posted of her. People are like, 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 like. like. So, um, but speaking of which, so um, we don't know who did this. Um, but someone apparently got Anna a gift, and it's a very nice gift, and apparently it's something she talked about a while ago. Um, it's Sam from the Trick or Treat movie, Pop Vinyl. So um, we don't know who sent it over, we don't know who got it, but all I know is if once Anna finds out, uh, they get to go on a pretty much a Anna movie date. So um, she's ecstatic. Yep.
1: I am very excited, and I love it, and it makes me very, very happy.
0: So yes, yeah, so. so
1: he's doing the podcast with us. I mean, obviously it's Sam. He doesn't talk, but
0: but well, but,
1: other than just going, <gasps> mm-hmm. but you know, that's about it.
0: But yeah, so uh, so yeah, so this is our twentieth episode. Uh, we do have a humdinger for you because we did see a movie. We did talk about it. We did post about it. Uh, we finally got to see check out uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, which we'll talk about towards the end of the show, like we usually do with all of our movie reviews. Um, and then. Uh, Let's uh, dive into our week so far because our week has been – it's a short week for us because we do have Friday off uh, for the Thanksgiving. But our week pretty much started last week when you and I decided let's go to Four Peaks for St. Patty's Day. And that's drinking at 7 a.m. in the morning. Last time I drank early in the morning was when I went to Vegas. (laughs) So –
1: I can't even remember the last time I technically did day drink, drinking, and not and that's not including like, you know, going out to like brunch or something. And be like, oh yeah, I'll get a bloody mary no. and a mimosa or whatever. No, this was straight up drinking.
0: Well, we'll we're, we'll talk about a little antics and stuff like that uh, because it's gonna be part of uh, catching up this week. But Anna, yes. how has your weeks been?
1: Um, very busy. There's been some family drama. Yeah, it's always super fun. Um. There's been some good stuff that happened, some bad stuff that happened. I'm not going to go into the semantics of what all happened. But um, I will say it was a very nice, very long, very relaxing weekend, followed by a very hectic, short week at work. And I got to say, I got too drunk last night, and (laughs) this morning was not fun.
0: Yeah. But... It was... uh, We we went out, we did some uh, drinking with uh, co-workers, um... And we went to again Four Peaks, and yeah. Um, I'm just
1: thinking that every time I go to Four Peaks, I'm just gonna get drunk because that seems to be the well, theme so every time. Go okay,
0: there. so the weird part is, is like I'm older than you. Um, you're not too much like younger than me, but you're not like you know you're not in your thirties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were drinking with kids that are probably twenty. I think I think the one person is turning twenty-five this year. So we're looking about probably I'm gonna say twenty-two to twenty-four. And these people, they they drink, they drink, and uh, you sit there and go like, oh yeah, I can t- I can still drink like this. I'm not, oh sh- no, shit,
1: be fine. Fucking
0: hell, like I was, I'm I, everyone <laughs> thought I had a, a hangover, and no, honestly, I don't think managers know about this podcast, so I don't have to worry. But I'm pretty sure I was still drunk. Eric. Um. <laughs> I've done that before and I walked
1: into work and somebody actually walked by my desk one time and was like, You smell like a bar I was like, I know. It's because I didn't have time to shower this morning before I
0: came into work. So yeah, it's been wacky <laughs> antics. But it's so weird. Like this is like a short week and um I think this is finally the first night that I've had where I'm not doing anything crazy and stuff like that. Cause Monday we saw the movie, mm-hmm. uh, Tuesday we went out drinking. This is Wednesday. So you guys will hear this tomorrow, Thursday, but then even Thursday's done. Well, Thursday is kind of nice because we're going in early and we can leave early, which was kind of cool with our place. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, come in at this time and leave at this time because I think everybody wants to get the fuck out of work. Um, and then we have Good Friday off, of course. But, yeah, no, ne- tomorrow we're we are going to go see the Batman v Superman. I know it's not a horror movie, but uh, – well, maybe it could be uh, but, to some people's reviews. Uh, yeah,
1: I think to some people it might be a horror movie because they dislike Batman or they, they dislike Superman. Or my personal opinion, they just want to shit on everything. So, you know what? I, I'm i looking forward to this movie. I don't care how bad it is. I'm excited because it's a new Batman and it's the new Superman and he did a badass job as Superman and so I'm excited for it. I don't care how, how many plot holes... The, Fucking story First off, is. every it's, it's a Batman v Superman movie. How can you not be okay. excited for you that? You know
0: what's so funny? Uh you know what's so funny about this? You know what movie's notorious for so many plot holes, so many things that don't make sense, but everyone still raves about how great this movie is. This is like the best movie ever. Is The Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight has so many, and I'm not like I'm not going like oh it's a bat. I like the movie, I love the movie, it's a great movie and stuff of like that. But if you actually want to start pointing out every little plot and stuff of like that, like the Joker in that movie, phenomenal. But I don't know how he's able to organize all this stuff. If this is a guy who's supposed to be bat shit fucking crazy like don't get me wrong the joker is the joker you know uh in the animated series and stuff of that but he was never this fucking like oh you have a bunch of these men that will pretty much die for you they're disposable and they just join you no matter it's like uh, ah, what yeah
1: well it just cracks me up that everyone was making fun of uh and I know you've done this, too. What? Making fun of uh, Bane in The Dark Knight Rises
0: for his voice. Of course I got Oh, look at me. I'm Bane. I talk like I... Okay, the problem I have with this is he has this great, elegant speech at this one part of that movie, The Dark Knight Rises, but you can barely... And he's just like, oh... And then he says the dumbest thing in the very beginning of that part where the fucking football field starts so oh, start. like, oh, what a beautiful singing voice. He's like, oh, what a beautiful singing voice. You're like, are you f- – oh, come on. And and look, I have nothing against Tom Hardy. I think he's a great guy. I saw him in the fucking, you know, uh, Mad Max and stuff. I'm like, fuck. But again, and he's – yeah, and Inception, but again, in Mad Max, he's wearing a fucking mask like the guy can't get away from it. It's just like, oh, you, I was born with the mask, yeah. uh, molded by it, every film I have. I wouldn't be surprised if, I think he was in the movie with even, what's his name, uh, uh Leon DiCaprio got the uh, the Oscar for it. Inception. No, not Inception. He didn't get an Oscar for Inception. No, no, no. The one with the bear, the bear movie that just came out. I think it's a Tom, bear movie. yeah, the one that he just won the oh, Oscar for. uh, uh,
1: uh fucking, I, call, I don't know. I'm
0: calling it Bear Claws, but it's, it's
1: it's yeah, it's, it's not, not the not movie. Um,
0: but I believe Tom Hardy was that. And he probably, who knows? He probably had a mask in that and was like, oh, I'm the bear. I wear the bear mask. Probably, but yeah.
1: But I'm just like I'm just saying like honestly. I liked Tom Hardy's character in that movie, so therefore like i mean and i'll be like but it just cracks me up because everyone is making fun of Tom Hardy's voice in that movie, but they don't really like address the fact that in the second movie at least, that Batman sounds like he's been gargling gravel for the past five minutes, and then he starts talking. And I'm like, you're really going to tell me that whenever he's talking to Commissioner Gordon, that Commissioner Gordon is really that retarded that he doesn't recognize the voice. Of, I mean, it's, it's just...
0: Uh, yeah, I know we got off on a rear tangent, but, oh, but it's the funny part, because you watch the first movie, Batman Begins, he's just like... I know he's got friends. Like, you can, oh, okay, yeah, I can hear him and stuff that. But then the next one, just like, Yeah, and then
1: and like, the third one, he's like, <laughs> Yeah, and
0: then, the, like, the, last one, then and the last one. But then the last one, it's all like, down, Oh, so I'm going I, down in my back. And you're like, oh, what the? F- <laughs> what's going on? I need subtitles. And I'm afraid the subtitles will just be oh, no, 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 then oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Superman, oh, yeah.
1: Well, that's what it, it's one of my favorite uh videos of how it should have ended whenever um they show Oh, it's when uh, Batman and Superman are drinking coffee at the f- cafe like they always do, and all of a sudden Batman just jumps out of his chair and he's like, stop talking, and like just he's like, I need to go to, and then uh, he's like, I need to go do whatever, and then Superman goes. What's up with your voice? It sounds like you're like gargling gravel and just goes and just runs off and you're just like what the hell just happened?
0: My favorite one is still the Doctor Who one where in the, at the end of his. Uh, like, How'd you get in? He's like because a Batman.
1: <laughs> He's like no nope, no nope, no nope. get out get out how did you even get in here because of
0: Batman. <laughs> um but yeah so but yeah so that's been our weeks and uh, I'm trying to think uh, there's oh shit. I don't think I posted oh, that you... And no. also,
1: sorry, jumping no, no, back you for a second. Go,
0: no, go right ahead, because I just realized I didn't post something in the show notes.
1: I know, you're right. So. I was just going to say really quickly, it just also it related to how it should have ended. Like, such a good series on YouTube, if you guys haven't watched it. It is so funny. But there's this part where it was for the Man of Steel movie. And obviously, like, Batman and Superman are s- sitting in the cafe drinking coffee, and all of a sudden Superman is like, all right, hang on a second. And he takes off the underwear that he wears, like, on the outside of his suit all the time and, like, hands it to Batman, and he's like, I'll be right back. And he's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's just so <sighs> Good times. And I just watched the uh, Batman v. Superman trailer for How It Should Have Ended where there two, the uh Superman is floating in the air and Batman is on the roof staring at him and they're looking at each other and they both just start dying laughing. The <laughs> Superman goes, "So do you want to go grab a cup of coffee?" And Batman just goes, "Yep." And they just leave and go get coffee at the cafe. Uh, mm-hmm. Good times. But oh,
0: I, I thought you were going to keep this going while I try to Oh no, I can, fix my life. Okay, we're good. I think it's done. Oh shit, I posted the wrong thing. Damn
1: it. Oh, no worries. Um Well, I think we... I don't know if you really went into your week too
0: much. Mm, Not really. It's just same old, same old. My life sucks. I'm going to die alone. You know, the usual.
1: And your cat is... A
0: dick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, nothing to catch up there.
1: So uh, ju- just really quickly, so you're not having any more problems with cat poop.
0: Well, opposed to Eric stepping in cat poop and then walking around my entire apartment.
1: So hashtag Eric Dewey. Hashtag no. Cat poop.
0: Hashtag no. At Eric du- Eric J Dewey on the Twitter and then hashtag him with cat poop. Okay.
1: I don't know how to do these things. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I know that's why I manage everything. Um, but yes, yeah, so, everything. so I don't know if we want to do horror news first, uh, I say
1: eerie news of the week first okay. and then we can move into the movie stuff.
0: Okay. Cause usually I let you kind of do a lot of the movie. That's your segment. I give you the movie news. Um, but okay. So without further ado, we'll jump into our eerie news of the week. All right, so our eerie news of the week. We do have some pretty, um, nothing too crazy, but some uh, stuff. So this one I found, it was in on Week in Weird. So, creepy Craigslist ad. So, creepiest of the night, Craigslist ad seeks an immortal lesbian vampire for life extension purposes.
1: You know what I love? Is that the very first sentence says, If you live in Salt Lake City... So there's a lesbian vampire lover that lives in Mormon Town basically.
0: But here's uh they have the they have the uh the text and the picture is quite hilarious in the ad uh that she puts in. But um let's see 20 bucks. This is the uh, compensation is $20 plus you get to drink my blood which I am assuming tastes fantastic or else I'll pay for your cab fare. Um but it says it says, "Hi, I'm a 24 uh 24 Four-year-old female, and I have a fantastic body. I can stay at the weight I'm at. I okay. I I can stay at the weight I at. I'm at no matter what I eat or drink. I don't get hungover. I'm in shape and I look great. Only problem is death is coming for me. I mean, death is coming for all of us, but I'm ex exploring other options i really like the way my blood is right now so i guess i need to become immortal if you're a vampire i'll hire you to turn me into a vampire as well uh with a little start i don't care what religion you are if you if you if if you're the murder man then rewake
1: if you're oh, the murder me then reawaken me kind that's fine if you're the i drink from your blood then you drink from mine kind that's fine and if you're another kind completely, that's totally cool. And if the person, if the portion of my blood that you get to drink in the process of turning me isn't enough, I'll pay up to twenty dollars. If you want, we could be creature of the night friends after you turn me, or if you'd rather ha- it be a one night sta- one night turn kind, turn kind of thing,
0: thing. <laughs> that's cool too. Uh, side note. uh, a dramatic dark romance between us would be sick, although I'm gay, so I'm only looking for women if they weren't taking... Talking love, if we're talking love eternal, Uh, if you're a lesbian vampire, HMU, I think. Hit me up. Hit me up, okay. Uh, Note, not looking for vampires who still age. What the hell is up with that? If it requires weird sex stuff, that's cool. Just warn me beforehand so I can shave. (laughs) I promise I won't be clinging just because you turn me, I get it. Uh according to this ad uh the poster is looking for uh an S uh Salt Lake City local immortal who's willing to stop the sands of time for both her and her super hot body uh and for 20 bucks no less. So there you have it. Vampires, uh now is your chance to satisfy your insatiable bloodlust and earn a little cash too um
1: first comment that i saw on this said when i was a youngster sure, we didn't have craigslist we had to find our lesbian vampires the good old-fashioned <laughs> ways in goth clubs as god intended uh, <laughs> um yeah <laughs> this was like i'm looking for a werewolf so i can finally cure my baldness
0: <laughs> would you be would being bisexual be a deal breaker Probably. Um but yeah, so I thought that was uh kind of amusing. Uh that came from Weak and Weird as well. Uh the next story we have, um, this is uh actually from the new trailer that dropped, um actually the Conjuring Two, um a Conjuring the Truth, uh, the infield poltergeist uh investigators say the Ed, Ed and Lori Warner never investigated this case.
1: Ed and Lorraine Warren, yes. Um yeah, that doesn't really surprise me because they really weren't involved. They were involved in a lot of cases, but there were really only about two or three that were actually, like, really high-profile. Like, the Annabelle doll um, became high-profile just because it's super creepy, um, and they kept the doll. The uh, They were actually involved in the Amityville one, I believe. Um for just a little bit. I'm not a hundred percent on that though. So don't quote me, but the other one that they were definitely involved in is the, the original conjuring movie. That one is, was the, like their biggest case. And it was also very controversial because they said like there were reports that the family kept changing their stories and, you know, getting details messed up and mm. shit like that. So, but the daughter did, um, just side note: the daughter of the uh, from the uh, the original Conjuring movie, she yeah. did write a book and she post or she uh, published it or it got published, and I actually read it and it's not too bad. Um, but it's nothing like the movie. So. Yeah, you're right.
0: Uh, question is why the studios takes uh, two paranormal investigators who worked on cases like the Amityville horror. Uh, wrote six books and were featured in seven others The uh, and jammed them into a story they barely earned a cameo in. Turns out they probably don't own the rights to their real cases, so... Um
1: the Warrens don't, or the studio doesn't, so therefore they can't.
0: Um, I'm guessing they probably just have like maybe they can just use their likeness and everything like that. But yeah, the next true story from the Case Files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, the Conjuring Tune, comes out June 10th. Um, I certainly well, I just how, see the like, first one.
1: I like how in the, like right in the title it's like the true case, and it's like oh, the, or oh, the true story of the true case files, and it's like well, let you the... want you want to
0: know a really big kick in the balls was the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Everyone kept saying was based on a true story. This really happened. And everyone thought this weird thing happened. And then it turns out it was just a story from the files of Ed Gaines. Yeah. And his was only called a massacre is because he didn't kill that many people. But just what he did at during that time period was so horrific and
1: still now it is incredibly horrific. Like Which based I, off
0: of people such as That's so how we got Hannibal Lecter and all these kind of other crazy ass characters is because of from what that man did.
1: Yeah, and I did read about um after I found that out from you, actually, I started reading up on it. And uh like the things that he did, like made me sick in the stomach just to read about it because it was nauseating. Like he literally like Took a little boy and kind of piece like took him apart piece by piece and ate him and like described like the different piece like how he prepared it and like it was nauseating and disturbing on so many but levels. But
0: I don't know if you have your phone out for this um, to look at this show notes because I will get your opinion on these pictures. So <clears throat> the story is from again weak and weird. Uh, the old hag terrifying ghost photos captured out of Texas. Uh, Fort Worth Museum. Now, right when you see this picture, I'm like, this is so fucking photoshopped.
1: You can see her... It looks like she's wearing jeans.
0: Yeah, it looks like she's wearing <laughs> jeans and just has this thing, but I know her hand... They're like, but her arms are pretty warped. I'm like, well, yeah, they probably just scrunched some, like... But, okay, so if you're trying to... Uh, stave off sleep it, it got it, i've got this picture for a guarantee you'll be up till 2 a.m blah blah as blah. hell photo we will post this on the facebook page in fact i'll probably post it right after we get done talking about the story but so you see the picture beforehand you can see the cart and everything like that no one's by the cart and then all of a sudden the guy's like i took this picture and then all of a sudden this creepy old woman is now sitting in the back now clearly i can i'm looking at this going like this thing is so fucking photoshopped like why can't you see it? Why can't you see it in the one picture, and then you see it in this picture? Like, what, 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 what's the difference? What do we do? What did we throw a filter on this? Like, what happened? Um, but yeah, and also
1: like whenever they're lightening stuff up, like obviously it's gonna distort the colors. Yeah, so much, and like it, it, it makes the kid look creepier than the quote unquote old woman. Like it just looks super fake and. Yeah, I actually remember seeing this a while ago, and I was like, ugh, really? <laughs>
0: uh, uh, so some of the comments, I, I think we might have to start reading some of the comments sometimes, but uh, I like this one. If this is a museum, why does it look like a grocery store?
1: Yeah, I was wondering about that, because there's a freaking cart.
0: And then it, it it's it's set up to look like a grocery store with fake food and fake uh, registers so that the kids can play store. It's definitely the kind of place you'd notice someone out of place. Um, I don't know any goat. Let's see. I, I don't got- know
1: any ghost over skinny jeans, floral top, matching flower headband, a wrist lit slash wallet slash purse, and matching red flats. Also, this ghost cast a shadow.
0: Yeah, so... <laughs> And say like, what's wrong with what she's wearing? FYI, ghosts can turn up in any area. Okay, don't get me wrong. I understand you want to believe, you want to, but clear, I'm looking at like okay, I'm a kind of guy that believes in this stuff. I love this stuff. I want to believe in this thing, but I'm looking at this picture going like, really? The, okay, honestly, the closest
1: thing that I've seen so far that I think that is kind of like questionable about like what. It, like it could be something is that nine one one call video that we saw where that woman was screaming and he goes in and there's nobody there and like after he opens the door like it looks like there's this like this weird like invisible shape it looks like a freaking predator leaves the room
0: yeah like they kind of freaking destroyed that entire um yeah it's ridiculous that video i have to find that video again and try to post it somewhere um but uh Yeah, but uh, like I said, I'm posting it. So hopefully when you're listening to this, you can actually go to the Facebook page and you can actually look at uh, um, this uh, story and tell us yay or nay on that one and stuff like that. But uh, so that's going to wrap up our eerie news of the week. And without further ado, we'll jump into the horror movie news of the week. So Anna, take it away with what stories you found this week.
1: Um, First thing that I saw um killer clowns from outer space yes your favorite subject
0: um okay first off not my favorite subject i'm okay first off it's a great movie okay it's a phenomenal movie because at the time you look at this makeup you look at this stuff and just like wow the the design and productivity of these clowns everything is freaking amazing and now that i hear that they're making they might be doing a tv series you didn't even let me get to that
1: that. you didn't even let me get to that so the whole point of this, as Steve just kind of ruined what I was building up to.
0: I didn't ruin it. Everyone loves it. Ugh,
1: anyways, they are... You know what? Forget it. You're thinking of making a, a TV show out of it on Stories Over. Um
0: <laughs> Whatever. Look, you're gonna have to watch this movie at some point, so yeah, probably. You know what? Okay, don't even because you were all like, "Oh, I'm never gonna watch, I'm never gonna watch Child's Play, I'm never gonna watch Child's Play." Then you watch Child's Play, and guess what? Wasn't scary. Wasn't that scary? So,
1: um, next thing on the list is a movie called The Shallows. Um. I can't remember looking this up. I no,
0: think. I actually found this one. This is actually oh. I believe it's Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds' wife, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. Um yeah, it looks like uh t- t- basically it's a um horror movie with a shark again. Um but it looks like it's a woman who's basically trapped on a like Okay, the shallow trailer makes uh, sharks terrifying again. Um trouble with most of movies that feature sharks as the baddies is how all you have to do is, realistically, get away from the shark and stay the hell out of the water. I'm not counting, like, you know, Shark to Push, Sharknado, Godzilla Shark, or whatever silly shark sci-fi has out this week. Those sharks are real assholes. They can follow you onto land, let's be honest, are about as dangerous as a unicorn when it comes to realism. <laughs> uh, the memorable scary that Jaws gave us was, at some extent, that open water is instilled in us, keeping us, you know, constantly aware when are we, yeah, when we're on the water, that it is possible for a shark to eat your ass off one day. Uh, the Trail of the Shadow looks to be filled with uh, ladders of, of kinds of scares. The latter ladder
1: kind of scares. So, yeah, it's basically, it's the type of a thing where you're going to want to avoid deep water after you watch this.
0: Yeah, so, um, but yeah, it looks like it's set for release for June uh, 24th, but yeah, it looks like uh, director... Uh, from the orphan, House of Wax is no stranger to the horror genre.
1: Oh, that's one movie that we need to watch. Is the orphan because it is a
0: freaking yeah, but movie. It, it features uh Maya Blake Lively, wanders and uh, stranded on a rock with a great white shark keeping her from reaching the shore. Oh, and the shark looks to be the size of Sharkzilla. So um, I'm actually probably gonna play this trailer real quick. Um, okay, and let's see. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, so I'm gonna see when it when it's, what's the fun. So she's trapped on a rock. That's not fun.
1: She sounds hot.
0: It's Blake Lively. This Gonna need a bigger shark.
1: Well, actually, the freaky thing with uh, great whites is they're actually they can get up to be about like thirty feet long.
0: No, I, I I know all that kind of stuff, but yeah, it's just like this is gonna be one of those movies where, um, <clears throat> uh, honestly, let's see how this goes because I'm like, how are you gonna keep everyone really focused if it's just literally a girl like on a rock or gets to another like area in the water and stuff, which basically her and a shark, and that's pretty much your entire movie
1: well they made it work somehow with 127 hours so that wasn't
0: really a horror movie
1: well no but i think they'll be able to pull it off just because like if you play it right you can really play on people's fear of water Uh, because i mean honestly i watched jaws when i was six and i don't go in the ocean because of that movie just because like for for one thing like the filmography filmography Cinematography? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. how they filmed it was really creepy. And technically, like it sh- really shouldn't be that scary. Like, oh, there's a shark in the ocean and it's attacking people. Ooh. But Jaws has become one of the most famous horror movies of all time just because of how it was filmed and how it was presented. So I think if they do this movie correctly, they can either really screw it up or totally nail it and freak people out again. So...
0: But uh, the next story, you found the rest of these little tidbits of fun. So I'm going to let you take the wheel. I'm just reading up on stuff so I can actually get an idea of what you're going to talk about. So uh,
1: next story that comes up is there's actually it's a Canadian movie.
0: Finally, from the great white north.
1: Eh? Um, and it's called Bite. Eh? Um, but <laughs> it actually looks like I don't know if it was supposed to be funny or not. But literally the synopsis is while on her bachelorette party getaway, Casey, the bride-to-be gets a seemingly harmless bite from an unknown insect. After returning home with cold feet, Casey tries to call off her wedding, but before she's able to, she starts exhibiting insect-like traits. Between her physical transformation and her wedding anxiety, Casey succumbs to her new instincts and becomes creating a hive that not only houses her translucent eggs, but feeds on the flesh of others. As her transformation becomes complete, Casey discovers that everything can change with a single bite. It sounds awesomely bad. I really want to see this just because i want to see a chick turn i, I into like a how you're pond. saying
0: it sounds awesomely bad to me it sounds like this is actually like finally like a dude a different new idea like when have you it's like yeah. okay basically okay you're kind of taking almost like the uh the the werewolf mythos with this but but she actually is becoming an insect kind of thing and actually building a hive and all this kind of stuff i mean like imagine what her fucking offsprings are gonna look like i mean this to be a pretty huge canadian franchise Okay, just because Canada made one of the greatest movies known to man, called The Final Sacrifice, doesn't mean you have to.
1: (laughs) Well, I actually, I'm looking forward to this because, number one, it's a new idea, which I think is awesome. Um, And number two, like, despite the fact that it's an original idea, like... Just that idea alone just sounds really funny to me. And because the idea is funny, I want to see the movie that much more because I want to see, first of all, like, OK, this is is this going to be like a horror comedy or is it going to be just straight horror? And if it's just straight horror, like, how are they going to pull this off without, like, making the audience laugh at the fact that the girl's turning into a giant bug? So uh-huh. I'm excited for it. Um, next thing on the list there is a movie that's coming out mm-hmm. that I'm actually again, I think it's hilarious, especially with all this crap that's going around lately. Uh the movie is called Selfie from Hell. Yeah. And it's about these uh let's see. Uh, The uh, the description is, the front-facing camera has a lot to answer for and is already responsible for human and animal death as Vanity searches for the ever-perfect photo at arm's length. Uh, Now, viral short video film Selfie from Hell is making the jump from viral short short film to full-length movie with the help of American Mary production company Industry Works Studios. Um, little else is known about the development, but color us curious how the selfie stick will play out and what creature carryover will occur. So I think I remember seeing this video previously. It's literally this girl is just taking selfies of herself and she takes this picture and she notices that there's like a figure in the background of her picture. Oh, right. I remember this. Yes. And okay. she turns around. There's nothing there. So she takes another one and it gets closer, closer. and then it, it she ends up getting killed by whatever but I was, it's like it's actually really really disturbing especially just because it's this little short clip and you're just like okay well, what the fuck just yeah, happened yeah.
0: so trying to make this into a full motion picture especially if they plan on doing it entirely filmed from a phone
1: i don't think that they're going to do it entirely from a phone i think they'll probably have like showing the person taking the picture and then it goes back to normal like mm. movie um, probably
0: but i was just like unless probably. they want to be bold just be like, fuck it, self, Hey, we're going to, self- John, John, yeah, you got a selfie stick? Yeah, you're the cameraman.
1: Right? What? <laughs> what am I doing? It, they just have TJ Miller show up. He's <laughs> just like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> what was that? Another bad thing. Um, But no, I think that they'll be able to pull it off, and I think they'll be able to pull it off well, because it's a really creepy idea. Um, Next thing on the list, also awesome. Attack of the Killer Donuts.
0: <laughs> now, I'm curious if this is like a playoff of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Um, but let's say with Seth uh, Seth Rogen Pudding with uh, the F and back in food with Sausage Party. Okay, I was just wasn't sure if it had anything to do with it. But yeah, so uh, they have a trailer for this one as well. So what...
1: Well, it says with the tagline of, we've eaten them for years, now it's their turn. Their tongue is firmly in their glazed hole. Oh, so a chemical accident turns ordinary donuts into bloodthirsty killers. Now it's up to Johnny, Michelle, and Howard to save their sleepy town from killer donuts. And I really like the art the uh film artwork because it's a hand reaching towards a donut box and there's like glowing eyes inside the donut box. <laughs> yeah. It's really like it's creepy looking but it looks hilarious at the same so time. So I'm gonna have to
0: this is only like a forty five clip, but I'm gonna have to I have to watch this. Alright, this is probably stupid. Oh no, okay. Your serum has contaminated the donuts and they've come to life! They ate Mrs. Scolari and at least three other people we know of. The donuts are alive and mutated into- Killer Donuts.
1: I think my brain just melted. Let's call the police. (laughs) Free Donuts! (laughs)
0: It uh, looks like they're gonna have little voices and. Oh, that was so. Okay, cute. I I'm definitely gonna see this one. So this looks <laughs> just it's one of those. This is one of those. Okay, this is the reason why we have horror films. There's there's certain ones that are like, oh my god, they're like scary so, But then there's ones that are just let's just have fun.
1: Yeah, like it's literally just let's take an idea that's so absurd and funny and yet still in the horror genre and just go to town, <laughs> just have fun with it. Um, last thing on our news list Mm -hmm. for movies, apparently, um, have you ever seen the movie Jacob's Ladder?
0: I have never seen the movie Jacob's
1: Ladder. Neither have I. However, I have heard about it and I heard it kind of sucks, but don't worry. They're remaking it.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: And they're actually going to remake it with a different storyline than the original one. So hopefully it will actually be creepier. Um... It looks like the director is David Rosenthal. I don't know who that is. I just had
0: to read one of these. uh, So apparently you said it sucks. Mm -hmm. This person goes, Jacob's ladder was an absolute perfect. They couldn't possibly improve upon it. This just makes zero sense.
1: (laughs) I really hope they're being sarcastic. Uh, (laughs) Okay, there's a couple people that said that it's, There's another person that said, the original is so, so, so good, and this is so, so, so going to suck. And one person just went, no, just no. (laughs) I really like the comments. Uh, Like, some of these comments are pretty funny.
0: This person, wow, just put the fucking movie out already, so it could fail miserably, and we can all just pretend that it never happened. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's a... a that's a that's a that's a weird bleep. Great idea. What's next? Clockwork Orange remake?
1: By Dennis Dugan. Who the hell is Dennis Dugan? Uh uh yeah. Anyways,
0: but apparently uh I never seen the original, which I'm guessing I'm gonna have to now, just to see if I agree with these people or not agree with these people, and then watch the remake. So you guys don't have to. We watch bad movies, so you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, maybe that should be a slogan.
1: We watch bad movies so you don't have to? Yeah. I have to put that that on a t-shirt. Yeah. And put the final sacrifices in the background picture. No, (laughs) I I saw the design. Oh, no, you can just put P2 in the background and put, we watch bad movies so you don't have to.
0: (laughs) Not another B-horror cast. We watch bad movies so you don't have to. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Just about every bad movie we've seen so far. Um, but
0: this will be helping us out so we can actually finally pick some movies that people can actually watch in their homes again on Netflix. Yes. Um, so these are What to Watch This Week. Um, so there's the... Let's see what there is. Really? Some of these... Or is this a remake? I never
1: uh these are it's a list of movies that are on netflix currently that you can look up it's a bunch of horror movies um there's the taking of deborah logan which i've seen on there before there's a movie called american mary um uh there's would you rather i actually started watching would you rather a little while ago and i Got distracted and didn't actually watch it. But um, watch the first five minutes. I know that the basis of Would You Rather is there's this rich guy that pays all these people to, like, come over to his mansion. And they have to do, like, really fucked up shit to basically last through the night. Mm. So, um, yeah, this one sounds disturbid- disturbing because the movie's called Contracted. And the description uh, that this person puts is... It's about a girl who gets raped by a dude who earlier raped an infected corpse, and she basically, like, turns into a zombie. Oh, shit, man. I was like, that is fucked
0: up. <laughs> um, uh, best film of the year since Quentin Tarantino, Big Bad Wolves. Oh,
1: uh, We Are What We Are is actually a cannibalism movie. It's a very bizarre movie, and I... It... Kind of freaked me out whenever I saw it because I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Oh, and um, if you want to watch a clown movie, you can watch the movie Stitches.
0: Yeah, I I kept looking at that when it was popping up. Uh, Look, the problem is, is there. (laughs) This is what I think is your problem, is is there's shitty clown movies that they try to make into these horror films that are really just fucking bad, but then there's good ones that are out there, but they're buried beneath all these shitty clowns. Like the one we were just talking about last week, where the guy puts on this old clown outfit and then can not take it off and is totally turning into this demon kind of clown to me that sounds like a good idea and something that this is just probably some stupid ass like i'm a clown and i'm gonna just kill people because my eye got stitched over by another clown
1: yeah it just says great kill scenes so i'm assuming it probably has to do with like getting raped in the ass or some shit i don't Mm. know um
0: is that that where your mind goes i don't know (laughs) it's all like oh it's a clown movie oh my god tell me this is coming back Uh, hobo with a shotgun
1: oh hell yeah (laughs)
0: Pat and I started watching that, and it was bad.
1: Nice. Um, But, yeah, they have a ton of movies on this. So, so yeah, we'll post the link on the Facebook page. You guys are more than welcome to take a look. If you've seen any of these horror movies, let us know what you thought. Maybe we'll uh, review one of them uh, within the next month or two uh if you thought it was terrible let us know and we can either say okay cool thanks for the feedback or if you really want us to suffer with you we will watch it and tell you the rest of you guys just how bad it really was
0: yeah (laughs) so um but without further ado before we wrap up the show and episode uh, we have a movie that we watched actually brand new just came out a couple of weeks ago 10 Cloverfield Lane now this is a weird movie because I wouldn't say weird movie but the fact that they were it's 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 a blood relative to Cloverfield but to me it's honestly you don't need to even see the first movie to watch this movie they literally I think they're just there might even just be another movie with Cloverfield in it and it's just gonna be like these weird kind of weird stories or something like that. But, like, just
1: kind of like alien related stories. Yeah, some of that.
0: But before we, before be, we, uh,
1: I was just going to say, you know what, I just realized it sort of reminds me, uh, like, if they're really going to, if they really start doing that, it's literally just going to be like the movie version of American Horror Story, where, like, each one is related, but,
0: like, not really. Yeah,
1: related, but not really. Like, it's a similar, like, idea, and it's the same, like, concept, but. It, each one has something different like that it's bringing to the table.
0: Okay, well, I will put it this way. So before we dive into this movie, I'm going to read the synopsis that uh, IMDB... Oh, spoilers
1: ahead, people.
0: Oh well, yeah. There'll be some. Spo- well, actually, we haven't really. I'm not really like when we do our movie reviews. I'm not really going to jump into uh, like going Spoiler, into. Spoilers, well, yeah. yeah. I'm not dumping into the entire storyline stuff of like that because basically I would just want to hit like what we liked, what we didn't like, uh, and then basically our what they what critics gave it and what we're going to give it. So this one is going to be uh, the rating system on this one will be uh, five bomb shelters or less. Um, <laughs> but after getting in a car accident, a woman is held in a shelter with two men who claim the outside world is a. It, it affected by a widespread chemical attack. Honestly, that's pretty much the movie in a nutshell right there. So if we spoiled it, IMDB spoiled it first.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I just meant like a couple of the things that I'm going to talk about. No, no, no. I, to I, be spoilers.
0: I will say this. If you haven't seen the movie, you want to go see it, then turn off now and stuff of like that because we will probably talk about stuff that you probably want to see in the movie and stuff like that. So, um, But you go ahead. Uh, let's start this off. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, go into it.
1: Uh, what do you want me to go with first? Well,
0: like, I guess talk about what you liked about the movie, uh, what you probably maybe didn't see coming, what you did see, like, you know, just kind of, yeah, like, you went into this movie just going, like, you were sold on the trailer probably, right? Yeah. And then, uh, you just went from there.
1: Um, yeah, so I didn't really know what to expect, but I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go in and see what happens, because I really enjoyed Cloverfield, like, a lot. Um... Between the two, if I had to watch one of them again, it would definitely be Cloverfield, not 10 Cloverfield Lane. Not because 10 Cloverfield Lane is a bad movie, it's just it's not exactly my type of movie. Um, I enjoy the acting. The acting was, a, was incredible, especially because it, it literally had three actors that you saw, or no, I'm sorry, four, four actors. actors that you saw the entire time. Um, and just like the, like the facial expressions of the people. And it has Ramona from (laughs) Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth,
0: uh, uh, Winstead. um.
1: Yes. And she is an incredible actress actually. And holy crap. John Goodman needs to win an award for his creepy ass performance. Like it was phenomenal
0: um yeah uh john goodman in this movie is really really good just uh uh just the fact that like we were talking about he would do certain stuff where he'd be very like like very like oh, okay we're gonna go do this we're like oh we're cooking breakfast and everything he's very calm but in, in a split second he can turn from being your best friend in the world to i will fucking end you like i will break you kind of thing uh which i thought was kind of fantastic
1: um yeah, I really don't have anything to add to that. But one thing I did want to talk about. So the relationship between John Goodman's character and what was her name, Elizabeth? I mean, uh, her movie? name.
0: Her name was no. Her that's her actual name is uh. Mary Elizabeth. No, she was uh, Michelle.
1: Michelle, there we go. So John Goodman's character and Michelle.
0: Yeah, Michelle, and I believe his character was Wayne.
1: Okay. So the the relationship between Michelle and Wayne. What did you think it was?
0: Um, oh, yeah, that's a very good question. Okay, Um. probably to give everyone a little, like we said, this is going to be spoilers and stuff like that. So it starts off, like we said, she gets in a car accident, then she wakes up in pretty much this bomb shelter. John Goodman's character pretty much tells her, you know, Wayne, he's all like, yeah, the there's bombs going, everything like that. It's just me and this other guy, I believe his name, I know it was John uh, Geller Jr. is the man who played. I believe his name was Eli. Or... No, it wasn't Eli. No, uh, not Sorry, not Eli. It starts with an E, though. It's a uh, it's a very hick name. I'm trying to remember. Isles, Elza, something. Uh. Hold on. Let me just pull it up. Um, Emmett. Yeah, there you go. Um. Oh, didn't even know that. Apparently, Bradley Cooper uh was uh Ben, the voice. I'm guessing her uh, fiance.
1: Oh shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Literally, this is their cast. Their cast is one, two, three, four, five people.
1: Uh. Yeah. Well. There's eight people total. Oh, there's well, four that you see and four that you don't see. Well, I guess five that you see because apparently Douglas Griffin was a quote-unquote driver, but I don't remember seeing him ever. Um, but, yeah, so...
0: so uh, Okay, yeah, so uh, there's this weird relationship. All of a sudden... Uh, 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 um, Emmett? No, his name was Howard. Yeah. Actually, I forgot I said Wayne, but I was like, Howard... Um, John Goodman's character. Basically he was there's this part where he talks about he keeps talking about his daughter, Megan. Megan. Oh, Megan and um her mom took Megan away. And you're guessing, like, okay, this is a father who lost his child due to either a divorce or him being, you know, batshit crazy, thinking about all this kind of stuff. And then this other stuff starts to unfold where like he shows a picture to Michelle saying this was his daughter, and she's like, Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, uh, the picture falls out, because uh, she finds like an earring upstairs and she recognizes the earring was from this this Megan girl and Emmett uh, goes well. She
1: shows the picture to Emmett because she says, "I think that she d- he did something to his daughter." To Megan. his daughter Megan, and he goes, uh, "That's not Megan." He's like, "I know that girl. I went to school with her. Her name is Cindy." Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like her. It was like my sister's like friend or something like that. She and yeah, she went. And, she got. She disappeared for like two years. And then she's like, "Did they ever find the bot? You know, did they ever find her?" And then he he doesn't even get a chance to say anything else because Howard comes back into the place. So yeah, so
1: and then. A picture drops out of, of the book that they found. The picture in, and it was of Howard and Cindy, this mm-hmm. chick, and she's wearing the same shirt that Howard had given Michelle to wear, and it's like this this Paris, France shirt. Yeah, and so at that point, you're sort of like, okay, is he like? Cause he has this weird, creepy reaction whenever like Michelle touches Emmett's arm about for something and he like totally flips out. So it's either like, I can't, I, at first I wasn't sure if it was like, he has like a romantic interest in Michelle Mm -hmm. or if Howard has this weird, like hyper protective, um, feel like. Father yeah, instinct. Father instinct, right, for Michelle. Well, it's, is
0: like, well it was really funny because I didn't think about it until you mentioned it. But my first point was like, oh, my God, this guy's a creepy like pedophile or something like that. Like he just kidnaps girls and tries to keep up. And then you said something was like, well, maybe it's like he lost his he lost his daughter, Megan, to, uh, you know, his wife. Maybe they actually did leave and some of that, and it just fucked with his head, so now and he, he just tries to find a girl to replace that daughter-like kind of syndrome and everything like that, and then basically the world's coming to an end. He's got people trapped down here. Lo and behold, he finds a woman that he can be like, oh, she's young. I can just make her my new Megan kind of thing, and it wasn't until you said that that was kind of like, oh, shit, maybe <laughs> that's what it was, like kind of thing, Uh, but it's... Yeah, he he turns on the creep charm perfectly in that movie, John Goodman. So kudos to you, buddy. Um, Although
1: I have to say, I just thought of a third theory that it could be, um, because obviously he is mentally unhinged mm-hmm. because he started talking about like the Russians and the aliens, yeah. and Megan just literally or Michelle is literally just looking at him like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Um, but. The th- the other thing that I thought of is maybe because he's mentally unhinged he created this like fabricated family in his head and that maybe he thinks that his wife left and took his daughter away from her but neither of them ever existed.
0: That's also another good theory. I mean there's so many possibilities that it could, you know, could be but um, like, we were saying, like, so, yeah, so, basically, you basically, the majority of this movie takes place in this bomb shelter thing and stuff, and you do hear a couple of things, like, above them going, like, is there cars going, is there's not going, is this guy just crazy and just locked these people in here, uh, kind of thing, and then, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, the, the twist at the end, I mean, everything is, tensions are high when shit hits the fan and they're trying to basically make their escape plan to get the fuck out of this, uh, Um, bomb shelter from this guy. But it literally gets to a point where she finally, spoiler alerts again, gets out of the bomb shelter, and honestly, I did not see this fucking shit coming. Like, she, she, I don't know if we want to spoil it, but it's like, she finally gets out of the bomb shelter and realizes, oh, the air's not toxic, everything's good, but then it's like, no, Howard was kind of, he's batshit crazy, but he... Well, yeah, that knew something. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was what was so bizarre is because the entire time you're watching this, whenever you first meet Howard, you're like, oh, he's just fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, okay, well maybe he's right. Maybe I mean, obviously he's right. There's something going on because you see that woman like attack yeah. the door, and she literally is I don't know if she like the vapor made her insane or if she was so in pain that she literally just like went nuts. It's like, but she just starts banging her head on the door and like literally is bashing her own brains and trying to get into the shelter. Yeah. Um but it's just this weird, cause like after you see that then you're like, Oh shit, Howard's yeah, right about like, everything. Right, all right. You you're know. like all right, you're basically like, Okay, so she's safer, she stays down there. Then after he you find out that he's batshit crazy, you're back to Oh, Howard is a total fucking psycho, he's got no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Then you get outside and you realize
0: it's all true. You're like <laughs> Basically, it was like you're damned if I do it. It's either I stay I stay downstairs with a batshit crazy guy, and most likely he's probably gonna kill me, or I take my chances up above with fucking aliens.
1: With a fucking guard dog alien
0: that attacks yeah. your car. That attacks your yeah. fucking car. Like, it was, honestly, I did not see that twist at the end. Um, I, it, it gets a little cheesy towards the end with the one part where it's all like the things basically trying to kill her. And then she literally just throws the... War uh, of the world yeah, shit. Yeah, kind of yeah. war of the world shit. So, uh, you know what, but... Uh, I mean, it's a good movie. It's fun and stuff like that. It's definitely a movie you should check out. I mean, if you listened all this far and you didn't see it yet and you're getting bitched at us because spoilers, well, that's on you because we've said spoilers a couple of times. <laughs> but before we give our review or our final countdown of the movie, we're going to talk about what IMDb gave it a 7.8 out of 10 and surprising, fucking surprising. Uh, so for the top three movies this year, I'll break it down. So already Deadpool. on Rotten Tomatoes. Zootopia, which I haven't seen yet, but looks really good, got a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. And 10 Cloverfield Lane got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, The critics gave it 80, or the audience gave it an 84%. Now this is kind of big flabbergasting kind of thing because usually Rotten Tomatoes doesn't like certain things.
1: Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is really more of an independent movie type of thing. That might be why they're so gung-ho about 10 Cloverfield Lane because of the original movie Cloverfield. Yeah. Um, But I disagree with their rating a lot. <laughs> so, and that's fine. And that's why, yeah. look,
0: we don't get paid for this. We don't get to see movies for free. We have to pay for all this stuff out of our own pockets. Um. So yeah, so what we give them, so out of out of uh bomb a, shelters? Out of five five bomb shelters, and before I even get to this I have to say this. So prime example, so we're seeing Batman v Superman tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They've already given it a thirty four percent. The audience gave it an eighty one percent. So shit. Yeah, it's uh, yeah it's the fucking, pick or choose
1: yeah like i said before i think the critics just don't like Zack snyder
0: i don't think i i don't know it's just certain people just don't like certain things but anyways back to our actual movie review show because everyone's going to get an earful of not only the daredevil season two stuff but batman v Superman. the next episode of long box but <laughs> here 10 cloverfield lane anna five bomb shelters what do you give 10 cloverfield lane What's my horrible drumline? <laughs>
1: I think I would give it a three out of five.
0: Three out of five. So you, you're you like, it's a good idea. It's a fun story and stuff like that. But is well, what actually, this is a great uh, question I was going to ask you because you mentioned it. You would probably not see this movie again in theaters. Would you see this movie would, when it comes out on Blu-ray DVD? Would you be like, this is something I want to have in my collection? Or this is like, oh, you know what? If it's on Netflix, I probably will check it out.
1: Um, I would say if it uh. I would say go see it in theaters, because I think it's worth the experience. Mm -hmm. Would I see it a second time in theaters? No. Okay. Um, Would I own it? Yes, because I think it is a movie worth owning. Um, But, I mean, that's just me personally. Um, I feel like it's sort of one of those things where it's like, could go either way. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like... uh, it's definitely one of those movies that you can watch again just because you want to see the dynamic again between the like knowing what you know and see the dynamic and see like the progression and the change. Um, but I, I mean, obviously, I don't think it's the most fantastic thing I've ever seen. Mm. It's obviously not the worst thing I've ever seen because P two. Mm. But um, but yeah, I would recommend go see it in theaters. Um, it's definitely worth a watch, but. But, yeah, it's sort of a coin flip on whether or not you should buy it. So
0: oh, Okay. Uh, me, I would give the movie, I'll probably give it a three and a half uh, bomb shelters. Um, it's a great movie. It's very well written. Uh, the just dynamic between the few characters that you actually see on screen, I'll give it their all. John Goodman is phenomenal. Now, I'm not saying John Goodman deserves an an Oscar for this or whatnot, but a Golden Globe or something. Because this man just like, he was fucking. Okay. Now, John Goodman. Great guy. Love him. Think he's funny. A lot of movies stuff of like that. There, even when he's in fucking The Big Lebowski. Yes. And he's a fucking nut job and everything like that. Like, I'm not once like, oh, I'm scared of this guy, you know, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, this, you're just like, he's a giant, ridiculous teddy bear. And you're just like, you're ridiculous. He's crazy. I want to give you this a This one, I was like,
0: I kind of do not want John Goodman coming over to my house for Thanksgiving. I know. I was like, oh, okay. can't. And literally halfway through this movie, I was like, Sully's a dick from, uh, <laughs> uh monsters inc so um i mean honestly i think that's a lot <laughs> la- yeah that was because he was the voice of sully yeah Um uh, but it's a good movie i highly recommend it um me seeing it in theaters i guess if you don't want anybody to spoil it for you before it comes out on thing uh, i don't know if i want to own this one in my collection just because you kind of know what's going to happen um I mean I would watch it again just to kind of go like you know where the movie's going so just kind of see and I would how, I would pay more attention to John Goodman's character the second time around actually and yeah. see if you could actually find any kind of like oh wait a minute he's doing like like he did a little twitch at this point, or he did Yeah you look know, for stuff like, like the tipping points and the like, little stuff like, like that yeah. but I I mean it's uh it's, Well I think it
1: would be a good movie to own just because if people haven't seen it it's one of those movies where could be like what you haven't seen it and show it uh, to them just to see Netflix their reaction yeah sort of I guess nothing gets I,
0: me harder than John Goodman flipping his fucking top in a bomb shelter. Ladies,
1: um, wink. OK, that was not the direction I was in. Intent- hey, to ladies, take you at. want to come oh. to my
0: bomb shelter and watch a bad movie? No. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. No, it's not bad. It's it's a really good movie. But like I said, like, I don't know, it's very it's very hard for me. I guaranteed um, I would recommend it like this is so weird. It's a movie that I I would want to recommend to my parents because they always ask me when I see shit. But then I'm all like, I don't know if they would get it. Like, I think they'd watch it and just be like, it was okay. Or knowing my dad would be like, look, if they left everything in the bomb shelter, she escaped, then it would have been fine. But they threw fucking aliens in. What is this? Fucking Steven Spielberg? Every one of his fucking films deal with it Oh, my dad hated Indiana. No, that was the weird part. Did not hate Indiana Jones for The Crystal Skull. Like, everybody else was like, are you fucking kidding me? Fucking aliens? Yeah, fucking, that
1: was the dumbest like, plot what? ever.
0: Um, It was even worse than P2. Uh, yeah, no, it was bad, but, uh, so yeah. so Man, I'm
1: destroying P2 tonight. Fuck them. Anyways. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so you say three and a half out of five. I say three out of five. I say it's a coin flip on whether or not it's worth keeping in your collection. You say probably not.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, then again, I mean, I'll probably Yeah, see, it. that's
1: what, see, that was the thing that I had too. I was like, well, it's kind of nice to own it, but do I really need it? No. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's why I say it's a coin flip.
0: Um, but, um, yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap up this episode of not another, uh, B-Horrorcast. Uh, don't forget to check us out on, uh, Facebook at backslash not another B-Horrorcast. Give yourself a Facebook page. Like, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram now, at B-Horrorcast. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, until next time, kiddos, uh, get under, uh, under a rock. Get into a crazy-ass bomb shelter with a crazy-ass John Goodman. And, uh, until next time, kiddies.
1: Carpe Nocton.
0: This has been another fine production of the Four I Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. dot com. John Goodman's gonna kill you in your bomb shelter. Oh
1: yeah, oh she hit the fan. Da 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 dot, dot.